well-known portion of scripture in the book of Philippians chapter 2 and uh, I'm just I'm going to read 11 verses thank you musicians you're so kind and sensitivity to the spirit and worship I appreciate it much very much in appreciation preparation for the word and ministry of the Lord Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 11 if there therefore if there be therefore any consolation in Christ if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind let nothing be done through strife or vainglory but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. That doesn't mean put your nose in everybody's business. <laughs> Somebody say amen. <laughs> that means looking with concern and care. Concern and care and understanding. Amen. Uh, being concerned about the brother. Being concerned about the sister as, as Jesus is concerned. Amen. Look on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, and being found as in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. <clears throat> Wherefore God hath also hath highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Tonight, I would like to minister <clears throat> for a short while. And uh, <clears throat> a servant, a son, a sacrifice, and a scepter. A servant, a son, a sacrifice, and a scepter. Jesus, we love you tonight. We appreciate you. Lord, I'm so thankful that you are here right now. and We feel your presence. I'm so thankful that you are here, Lord, to heal and minister and not to bring condemnation. Lord, I'm thankful, Lord, that, that you have brought us together and under your covering of your blood in your name and we are praying that you would anoint and bless the ministry of your word right now in Jesus name everybody said amen you may be seated praise the Lord let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus the uh, who who took upon himself the form of a servant uh, the the form of a servant is a lowly form that uh, does not receive accolades. It, it uh, does not receive praise for the, for the things that they do as a servant. A servant is a servant, someone who is there to serve, and they are there to take care of the needs of those whom they are serving for. And, uh, you know, we in the church and we as an individual uh, people and humanity, we, <clears throat> we, we don't mind doing 
And matter of fact, we sometimes thrive in, in doing servitude. Uh, we enjoy doing the servitude. And, and uh, so it's our heart. It's a heartbeat. Uh, but but then there are times, John, when we, we, will, we will do this, but we sure do expect to get a good little pat on the back. Hey, man, we, we just expect to be recognized that, that we did that little bit of service, hey, man, for the kingdom, and uh, that, that we, 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 should, we should receive reward for, for the service that we do in being a servant. And, uh, but, but that's not the way, because Jesus, when, when speaking about servitude, he, in, in, in Matthew, he made the statement, he said, he said, now, now which one of you having a servant who's been working in the field all day? And that servant comes in, and, and then you would look at that servant, and you would say, here, sit down. Let me take care of you, and let me provide this nice meal for you because you have served all day in the field. You have worked in the field. He said, I, I, I don't think so. I trow not, he said. He said, but you would look at that servant, and you would say, to that servant, you would say, fix me something to eat. I'm going to sit down here at this dinner table, and you're going to, I don't care if you've worked all day. I don't care if you sweat. You are my servant. You sit down here and provide for me, and then go get yourself something to eat. You know, a servant, too, is not, it's not a very pleasant place to live. Would someone say Amen. You know, servants, servants do what they're, what they're supposed to do, and then they don't get any praise for it. They don't get any accolades. They don't get, and, and, the, and the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, who served. He was the, in Mark, he's known as the suffering servant, who was a servant to the people. Amen. And, but you know what? One thing we must understand in, in the kingdom of God, that it's not man's praise that we're looking for, but we are looking for the approval of the servant of all, his, whose name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And if we can be that servant, amen, regardless of whether anybody knows about it or anybody doesn't, we can, as long as we are pleasing him, you know, uh, I was, I was, you know, what, 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 what one of us has, has not done some good deed, some good deed. And then after we've done that good deed, after we've done that good thing, that servitude, that being a servant, we have to go tell somebody about it. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> now I did this for the Lord and I want to tell you how good I was. Oh my we didn't do that servitude for the Lord. We did that servitude could we, so we could brag on how good we are, so we could go to someone and say, hey, pat me on the back. Come on, pat me. Yeah, good job. Pat me on the back for doing that. Pat me. <laughs> Amen. But when you did something good and the goodness of the Lord came through you and it comes being a servant to the people, being a servant to each other, being a servant and having a servant's heart, uh, then, and you keep your mouth shut about it, that's good and acceptable in the Lord's eye. Can you say praise the Lord? But a servant does what they are commanded to do. They do what they're told. 
And because of that, being a servant, being a servant of the Most High God and serving Him, we serve Him because His Word commands us to serve Him. We do that because we love Him. We, we serve Him for blessings. We serve Him for reward. We serve Him in obedience. Someone say obedience. Hallelujah. And He said, if you love me, keep what? Keep my commandments. And we do that in honor of obedience to our Creator and our Savior. Amen. But there's a step above that. There's a step above that. Hallelujah. It's called being a son. Oh, praise the Lord. There, there's a servitude aspect of the kingdom, and there's a sonship aspect of the kingdom. We are sons of God. We have been grafted in, adopted in by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And therefore, the things that we do for the Lord, they do not become an act of servitude as a servant. They are an act of love and an act of sonship. And we desire that relationship. And it's not a commandment of being told, go ye and go there and do this and do that. But it's a sensitivity and an understanding of the spirit of relationship with Jesus Christ working with him and him working in us and through us for the kingdom of the uh, the kingdom of the Lord he said you are no more servants but ye are sons and then in one in John he said you are not just a servant but I have called you friends you're my friend because I have explained and opened up all things of the oh praise the Lord I am thankful to be a friend and a son of God tonight someone say praise the Lord oh hallelujah hallelujah Yes, we do it out of servitude. Yes, we want to have the humbleness of heart of a servant and always be humble in the presence of the Lord because he humbled himself. He set himself as an example for us and humbled himself and became obedient to the cross. Amen. Even unto his own death, he had equality as the man Christ Jesus, God in the flesh. He had deity that walked in, his, walked in him. He was deity in flesh. But the Bible says he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. What that means is he did not grasp at that authority to revel in that authority and use that authority for his own good. But in all things, he said, I always do the will of my Father. How is it that he could always do the will of his Father? Because he had genuine relationship with the Heavenly Father that loved him and he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He walked in the spirit. He spent time in prayer. He spent time in relationship. He said, I always do the will of my father. Hallelujah. And he, yet he, he did not grasp at that authority of have the power of deity. But he took upon himself the form of humanity. And he walked in the flesh. And he walked in humbleness. And he walked a sinless life. And he gave his life on the cross. Oh, he was a servant and a son, and he became a sacrifice. Someone say praise the Lord. And because of that sacrifice, because of that sacrifice, he was given the right to the scepter of judgment. He was given the right to the scepter to judge the brethren. He was given the right to judge the saints. 
Why? Because he, he, because he gave himself, because he became a servant, because he was an obedient son, and because he became a sacrifice, he was given the right, because he had the right heart, because he had the right spirit, because he had the right mind. Oh, hallelujah. We need to find ourselves in this place where the Lord can hand us the judgment scepter, and we can be a righteous judge. And why do you say that, Brother Jordan? Because if we have become the servant that we need in Christ, realizing the sonship and the sacrifices as we die and give ourselves daily to the, to the altar of sacrifice, laying ourselves down daily, repenting daily. Do you know that in the Old Testament, the type and shadows of the New Testament plan of salvation, that the altar represents the cross? Of course you know that. You know that it also represents repentance. You also re know that it represents death. You also know that it represents the statement that Paul made when he said, I die daily. Somebody say daily. They put the wood on the fire every single day. You can never take the wood off the fire of the altar of sacrifice. There always has to be a sacrifice of the flesh on the altar of sacrifice. You've got to stir that up every day. It can never go bad. There can never be a day go by that you don't die to the flesh, die to yourself, die to this way, the way of this world. But we have to keep ourselves on that altar and keep the sacrifice dead. Someone say amen. amen. Or else, when we have the opportunity and we have the scepter of judgment, amen, we will not judge with a righteous judgment. We will not judge with a judgment of sacrifice. We will not judge, and that's why that is withholding from us, except as we live in the Spirit and live on the altar and live on the cross because when we become a servant and then we are realize the position of sonship in relationship and make ourselves a living a living sacrifice we become a sacrifice hallelujah a sacrifice for souls a sacrifice for one another a sacrifice laying ourselves down then the Lord can trust us that when Esther comes walking in and she may have broken the law she may be doing wrong she she may not have been called to come before the king, but, at, but the king looks at her and her sacrifice and he lifts that scepter of, of mercy, that scepter of grace, that scepter of righteousness, that scepter of forgiveness, and says, let her come unto me. Let her come unto me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And reading this, I study and I went to the portion of scripture where Jesus washed the disciples' feet, and, and he said, as I have done this <clears throat> and set an example for you, do so one to another. And I begin to think upon that and I'm in prayer, and I, there's more here than just washing my brother's feet. There's more here. There's something here. What is this saying to me today? What is this speaking to my heart to share? And I begin to focus upon it and begin to realize that, that Jesus, the Lord of glory, 
the sinless man, deity in the flesh, was kneeling before unregenerate men, kneeling before them and taking their feet and washing them. And, and I began to realize the, the, some of the principle that applies in, in our spiritual relationship and walk with God. He was kneeling before imperfect men, men that in position in the kingdom were lower than him, if you please. They, they were not what you would call Jesus, the Lord of glory. He, the Lord of glory, amen, was kneeling. And, and I began to think and I began to pray and I said, Lord, what, 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 is, what does this mean to me? What does this mean to us? And, and I begin to understand and begin to realize that it doesn't always mean just washing your feet. Although there should never be a problem or an issue if we have foot washing amongst the brethren for me to kneel before any brother and wash his feet. Someone say, praise the Lord. There should never be an issue about anything that I, if that man is there wanting to be a part of the kingdom, then it is my duty and, and should be my desire to kneel before that brother and wash his feet. Amen. But I begin to pray and I begin to think, what, what is this really saying today? What is this really talking about? And, and the Lord began to open up to me just a little bit, and I hope this will help somebody. It's a, a form and a teaching on being submission and being submissive to our brother, being submissive to one another. Although we may have imperfections in our life, that we are need to be submissive to each other and be submissive to the imperfect, amen, the ones that we see faults in, amen, and, 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 and people that aren't exactly perfect, and, and we need to submit to them and let there be a spirit that comes upon us to be able to, Submit and kneel. You know, I was praying about this, thinking about this, and the thought came to mind. I will call him the prophet because we had a man here that we love and appreciate, Mike Anderson. And I'm not talking about Mike being a prophet, but Brother Anderson, pardon me, being a prophet. But he said, the prophet Billy Cole. He said, the prophet Billy Cole. And so I say that to, to, to let you understand where Brother Mike Anderson held esteem for Billy Cole so that when I say this, you'll understand where it's coming from. Billy Cole was preaching and talking about a nation. And he said, there's a certain nation that has power. They have power beyond measure. They have power that is incomprehensible because they have realized a truth that most of the world, the church in the world does not understand. They understand that when they walk up to somebody that has been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, that they are looking somebody that has power flowing through them. They have the anointing of the Holy Ghost flowing through them and it doesn't matter who they are. They may not be a well-renowned preacher. They may not be an elder of the church and I'm certainly not 
disallowing the disallowing the the the, the standards that we have of the sick coming forth and being laid hands on by the elder and the prayer of faith shall save the sick but I'm talking about our respect and esteem for one another as Christians in the body of Christ brothers and sisters in the Lord when they they said when they go up to somebody they will take their hand and lay it on their head and say pray for me you have the power of God inside of you you have the power of the God is in you pray for me Oh, someone say praise the Lord. It's that power, the power of submission, the power of servitude, the power of humbleness, the power of not being concerned about his name or their name or who they are, what they've done or what they've accomplished, etc., etc. It's the power of understanding their relationship with God, the power of submission. Someone say praise the Lord. I was so astounded, <clears throat> impressed. My poor wife, she has to put up with me. Someone say amen. That's the best amen I'll get all night. So impressed because I have a little bit of skepticism in me sometimes. Everybody say no. Not Brother Jordan. Yeah, Brother Jordan. You know, just, just sometimes it just takes a lot to impress me. And that's not the way it should be. I, I need to repent. And you need to pray for me. God will help me, okay? I was so impressed. Brother Enos began to talk to the leaders. And it just impressed me. It just, just, wow. And I just, I just, I, I just, as he began to talk to the leaders at the Leadership training seminar, <clears throat> and uh, begin to relate how the Lord had laid on his heart to, when he got off the mission field, to come and, and, and be a part of our assembly and sit under. And he used that term, sit under, Pastor Urshan. And how that when he began to talk to him, and Pastor and Pastor felt the spirit and that it was right, and and uh, received it, and and after, and, and you know, Brother Enos just felt led to come and and help the ministry team, and and, and work with the ministry. And I'm so thankful. He said, well, you've been around a long time. I know, I know, I know. I'm not young anymore, but I'm still thankful. I'm thankful. Someone say Amen. And uh, he said after he finished speaking, that you know it wasn't. It wasn't a spirit of, well, now, young man, Pastor Urshan, you need to listen to me. I'm going to tell you how to do it, okay? That wasn't the way. And, I, you know, with all the years of ministry and miracles and all that God had done, if you ever heard Brother Enos speak about the stories of how God, angels, an angel, I believe, came and sat in the car with him and drove him through the borders, then disappeared. I mean, it, it just don't get much better than that. Amen. You know, you, got, you just used of God and to feed the hungry. And, and, and I could go on and on, accolades and, 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 and appreciation. Let me use that word, appreciation. But when he finished, when he finished, you know what? He knelt down. In front of that young 25 to 30 year old 
pastor that we have and said, pray for me and lay your hands on me. I will be under your covering now. Oh, Hato. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And sometimes I think we miss the mark. Sometimes I think we miss it because we don't live in that spirit of submission to each other, that spirit of servitude and humbleness and asking, pray for me. You're my brother. I need you. Lay hands on me. Men, I kneel, I submit to you. I submit to you. But you know, we also don't have the power of the scepter sometimes because we don't have the power of the submission and the servitude and the, and the, and the kneeling down. Oh, hallelujah. Someone say, help me, Lord. No, I'm kidding. Say, praise the Lord. Although we all should be saying, help me, Lord. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory and lowness of mind. Esteem other better than themselves. No reputation. Humbling ourselves. See, a servant, a son, a sacrifice. You know, as a servant, though, I don't want to do that. It's enough that I have to serve. It's enough that I have to serve and be a servant. Now to kneel before someone and to humble myself in submission, the only way that I could do that is as a son. A son of God. Hallelujah. Because the spirit of the servant won't quite accomplish it. But the spirit of the son, humbleness, brokenness, it will accomplish it. Someone say praise the Lord. Because we need, we need that scepter when it's in our hand. And everybody has opportunity for that scepter to be in your hand. Everybody has it. We will always see and know something about somebody where the scepter of authority is in our hand. And we will have the right to judge with condemnation, or we will have the right to lift it in pardon and mercy and grace toward our brothers and toward our sisters. Oh, hallelujah, 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 oh, hallelujah, oh, hallelujah, oh, Lord, let the love of God, let the love of the Lord flow through us, let the love of God flow through us, a love for our brothers, a love for our sisters, a love for one another, that we lift the scepter in love and mercy and grace because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. If there's anybody perfect here, I don't know who you are. Amen. We all will have that opportunity to lift it. Oh, but what a privilege it is to be a son walking in the Spirit, walking in love, walking, amen, as a sacrifice sacrificing ourselves, and to be able to have the privilege to pardon and forgive and love and have mercy. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Let's all stand. I, I haven't taught long, but that's okay. I'd like the music to go ahead and come back. I, I have an old course on my heart, Andrew. If you have something better, that's fine. Amen. But the one I have on my heart is, uh, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Jesus, I love you tonight. Lord, I praise you tonight. Ha, <laughs> ha, 